And then the rest of my day, I was busy. I was building my business. I was doing those things. But I wasn't taking a lot of time to bring up the image, the idea of what it is I wanted. I wasn't taking a lot of time to tune into that feeling of already being there beyond that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. Excited to have you for another episode at the show. You know we're all about helping you have your best body, mind, spirit, and life in the pursuit of all of it. First things first, I just want to thank every single listener for tuning in, whether you're watching on YouTube, you're listening on one of the platforms. I appreciate you more than my words can express. I also, if you're new to the show or you haven't yet subscribed, please go ahead, pause the show really quickly, click subscribe, and then my last thing is, if you haven't yet leave, left a review, please leave us a review letting us know how the show impacted you. So today, I want to visit with you about how to turn thoughts into reality. How do we take an idea from a thought and idea to manifestation in our life? And this is one of my favorite subjects. Any of you that know me well know this is what I love talking about. It's been a passion of mine. And something that I've really enjoyed learning and using and implementing and watching others implement it in their lives. And it continues to fascinate me on how we can use this beautiful mind that we've been given to turn a thought into reality, turn an idea into reality. So there's a few things I want to talk to you about. First things first. One is that, you know, thought is the creative power. And we have to understand that, that thought is creative power. As human beings, we have the ability, we've been gifted uh, by spirit, by this intelligence, that we have creative abilities in our thought. So to think is to create. So we have to understand that and realize that, okay, well, if to think is to create, if my thoughts are creative, what I really want to start to do is become more aware of what I'm actually thinking. Because if my thoughts truly are creative, then it makes sense. I want to start to be the guard of my mind. And it's not that we're never going to have negative thoughts. I've not figured out a way to not do that yet. But what we can become is more aware of when they're happening. And if we recognize that we are conscious in the moment and we're more aware that I'm going down a negative thought pattern, I can interrupt that pattern and start to shift it to something more empowering. So thought is the creative force. Thought's the powerful thing. But there's a second part to that, though. It's actually your thoughts plus your feelings or your emotions, which are the creative power. You know, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about this idea is that in the universe, thought is this way of it sends out the electric charge. So your your brain is a thinking center that sends out this electric charge, whereas your feeling in your body and your heart, that's the magnetic charge. But together, these two things create thought plus feeling, electrical charge plus magnetic charge or magnetic pull. They create your electromagnetic signature. In other words, they create your personal frequency, your personal vibration. And being that we live in a vibrational universe where everything is energy, everything vibrates, everything is operating on frequency, we're in this vibrational universe, and the law of frequency and energy says that things on the same nature are drawn to each other. That's the basics of the law of attraction. So the real simple premise is this idea. Thought is creative, thought plus emotion. We have to keep that in mind. That sets my own personal frequency, my own personal energy. Whatever I'm sending out in the moment is going to find an energetic match. Now, here's what happens. Here's why things don't manifest always the way we want to uh, or as quick as we want to is we have incoherent signatures. So what happens is this. We start thinking about you know things that we want, 
But then the feeling is sometimes I don't have that thing. Sometimes the feeling is doubt. Sometimes the feeling is disbelief that this can happen for me. So people use affirmations and they tell themselves, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm wealthy, I'm making big money, whatever it might be. But the feeling is, oh, I just don't have that. And if I'm sending out the thought, but then the feeling is incoherent, it's not on the same frequency, then of course I'm not going to manifest that thought because I need to have aligned my thinking with my feeling. There's a great book by Neville Goddard called Feeling is the Secret. And although it's not a very scientific book, like something like Dr. Joe's book, it is a wonderful book for everybody's library because he teaches this basic idea that feeling is the secret. We must get our feelings in alignment with our vision, with our goals. So in order for us to take an idea from reality, it begins with thought and then emotion. So what I like to do is I like to use things like, what would it feel like if I already had that thing? And then we start to think about literally, what would it feel like to already have that experience, to already have that goal, to already have that promotion, to already have uh, that money, to already have that body, to already have that relationship. And if I can start to tune into that feeling in advance, starting to think about what it would be like to have it before the experience is already here, a few things are happening. Number one, we understand that the brain cannot make a distinction between something that's presently happening in reality versus what's vividly imagined. So if my brain can't make a distinction, as far as my brain's concerned, if I'm imagining this thing, this outcome, this intention, this goal, and then I'm feeling the experience as if it's already happened, as far as my brain's concerned, I'm actually having that experience. And the better I get at this, then the more I'm, tra- uh, pardon me, the more I'm changing my neural circuitry to look like the events already happened. And if I can start to do that, then the brain starts to look for this experience and it starts to activate that reticular activating system. You hear different conversations. Uh, you might talk to somebody in a different way. A book shows up that for some reason you're drawn to that book. All of these things are happening behind the scenes and we're starting to use this wonderful blessing of creative intelligence, creative power in our thought and we're starting to use it so that we can program ourselves for the very things that we want. So most people, we've talked a lot about programming, most people are programmed not to live the life they want, but most people are programmed to actually continue to perpetuate the very things they don't want. We want to get outside of that. The only way we're going to get outside of that is we have to learn to master our thoughts and master our emotions. So here you are, as you're listening, I know you've got goals. I know you've got dreams. You've got a vision. There's something in your heart that you want, and you've probably wanted it for a while. And for some of you, you're making great progress. For others of you, it seems like it's just slipping away from you all the time. What I want to encourage you is the single greatest study you could ever get involved in is learning to master your thoughts and learning to master your emotions. We've talked a lot about meditation on the show. I look forward to having experts on the show that can give you a more insight into it. I am here to tell you, in my opinion, meditation is hands down the single greatest way for you to learn how to master your thoughts and emotions. Because when I'm in a meditation and I'm starting to get present and I'm not, you know, I'm not outside, I'm not doing anything, I've got my eyes closed, you know, so there's no sensory information coming in that way. You know, maybe the room's dark or I've got an eye mask on and so I'm blocking out the light it creates a greater awareness for me to be present in my mind. Now, when you first start meditating, as we know, if you've ever tried it, your mind's all over the place. It's thinking stuff all the time. And before you know it, you're thinking about your neighbor and then you're thinking about what you got to do tomorrow and everything. Trust me, I get it. I've been doing this for years and I still battle that at times. But it allows us to become more aware. The minute I become aware that I'm unconscious, I'm thinking about something unintentionally, then the just the sheer act of becoming aware of it 
now puts me in the present moment because I'm now aware and I can bring it back to whatever I'm doing in my meditation, whether that is listening to the instructions, if it's a guided one, whether that's uh, bringing it back to your breath, uh, the music, whatever it might be. But the sheer act of recognizing that you went unconscious, you're unaware, now makes you aware. Now it makes you present. And now that I'm here, I'm learning to master that. I'm learning to not go unconscious. Sometimes when I'm meditating, feelings are going to come up, right? Anxious feelings or uh, feelings of uncertainty or doubt or whatever it might be. And if I'm aware of it, I can reckon, oh, interesting. The body's pulling up these feelings. I don't have to identify with it. I don't have to go down a path of thinking and feeling that way, but I can recognize this is there. And then I can start to allow, just being present with it allows it to go away. But then I can also start to tune into higher frequencies. So meditation, I'm not going to talk too much more about meditation, but if I could give you uh, only one gift and one gift in the entire world, it would be learning to meditate. If there's only one thing I could tell my kids that how do you lead a happy and successful life, for me, it would be that. That has helped me more than anything else in the entire world is learning that skill and continuing to practice it. So thought into reality, thought into reality, thought into reality. Obviously, it starts with a clear intention, a clear outcome of what do you want? If we're going to take an idea or a thought into reality, I've got to be very clear on what it is. Now, what happens is a lot of you guys, as you're achievers, right? So you have things like goals. You might even have vision boards. You might even, uh, you know, visualize once in a while, things like that. Most people, what I find though, and, and this was me, me for years, was if I had my goals, I focused on them a little bit in the morning and then a little bit at night before bed. And then the rest of my day, I was busy. I was building my business. I was doing those things, but I wasn't taking a lot of time to bring up the image, the idea of what it is I wanted. I wasn't taking a lot of time to tune into that feeling of already being there beyond that. And when I learned to start to do this, number one is the feeling is the secret. When I really learned to start using to feel it as if it's already happened, my life catapulted. I've shared that story on previous episodes. My business catapulted, uh, my body, you name it. And that power of feeling cannot be underestimated. So I just want to, I know I'm repeating myself, but this is worthy of repeating is that feeling really is the secret. And we have to practice. We have to practice tuning into the feeling of already being there. If you struggle with this, the easiest way is just ask yourself a question. What would it feel like if I was already blank? If I had already blank? If I was doing already blank? And think of the feeling. And it's not so important necessarily what word you use to describe it. The most important is that it brings up a good feeling. It brings up a good feeling. We have to keep in mind, thoughts are the language of the brain, whereas feelings are the language of the body. And the body is the subconscious mind. So feeling is what influences the subconscious mind. If I'm not using feeling, I'm not influencing my subconscious mind. If I'm not influencing my subconscious mind, I'm not getting to the programming. I'm not rewriting the program that can really alter my reality. Your subconscious mind holds the secret to having anything and everything you've ever wanted. And there's wonderful resources. If you've never read The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, make sure you go and get it, give it a read. There's tons more uh, books on the subject. But your subconscious mind is the key to getting everything and anything you've ever wanted because that's the universal side of our personality. That's the part that's connected to the unified field, the quantum field, to source, to God, to spirit. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the part of us that gives us access to this intelligence that can create anything and everything we ever desire. So learning to tap into the subconscious mind is one of the worthiest pursuits we could ever have. And of course, if we're going to tap into the subconscious mind, we need to speak its language. 
Feelings are the language of the body. The body is the subconscious mind. Therefore, feelings are the language of the subconscious mind. We use thoughts and imagery to pull up these ideas in our mind, but then to trigger an emotion. And we're always feeling things at any point in time, right? You might be feeling okay right now. You might be feeling happy. You might be feeling sad. You might be feeling inspired. You might be feeling depressed. You might be feeling discouraged. I mean, we're always feeling things. Our job is to allow our feelings to remind us. So if I'm not feeling good right now, then I want to start to use my feelings as a trigger. So I notice I'm feeling discouraged. I notice I might be feeling depressed or angry or frustrated or guilty or whatever it might be. And when I start to tune into that feeling and recognize that it's there, I can use that as a trigger to realize that I've been thinking about things that make me feel that way. So then my job is to slowly start to move out of that feeling and maybe start to think about things that make me feel a little bit better. If you're in a really low uh, state of being, a really low emotional state, and I'm feeling really depressed, it's not always easy to go from depressed to all of a sudden I'm inspired about my life and thinking about all the things that I want. But what we can do is we can do things that help us feel better. What are things that often help us feel better? Sometimes it might be going for a walk, getting in nature. It could be picking up a great book. It could be listening to some nice music. It could be calling a friend that we know uplifts us. It could be writing in your journal. It could be doing a quick meditation. It could be doing five deep breaths or 10 deep breaths to start to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. There's many things that we can do to change our state. It could be just starting to think a little bit differently. So, okay, I'm not feeling that good right now. I've been focusing on something I don't want. And then I might start thinking about, okay, well, what kind of changes would I like to make in my life? You know, or I might start thinking, well, hey, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's not as bad as I made it out to be. And I'm slowly, gradually starting to shift my thoughts. So the other day, I'll give you an example. The other day was a Friday morning last week. And uh, I just, I found myself going unconscious. And I was unconscious for a while where I wasn't paying attention to how I was thinking and feeling. I knew I was feeling stressed. I knew I was feeling anxious. I had several things I was thinking about that had not even happened, but I'm projecting these worst case scenarios. My body was projecting these worst case scenarios into my mind. Oh my God, what if this happens? What if this happens? And I was just in a negative spot. I just wasn't doing well. And it was a struggle for me to control my thoughts. I was having a tough time doing it. And I don't think we can always control them. We can direct them though. So I'm having a tough time and my wife was still sleeping. I've been up with the kids for a while and I knew that, okay, I've got to do something about this because this is not an empowering state. I'm not being a good husband, dad. Uh, I'm not going to do well in business. Day. All these, I, I had to change it. So I got out my journal and I started writing some things and just writing some of my thoughts, started to ask myself, okay, well, what would I like to do? What's something I could do to feel a little bit better? And that helped a tiny little bit. Tiny little bit. Then I went up, got my wife up, said, do you mind watching the kids? I got to go take care of this. And all I ended up doing was I took my dog for a walk and a run. So I changed my physiology, right? Changed the way my body was. And then in doing that, I started to feel a little bit better. Then as I was feeling better, probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes after this, I put on a podcast and I started to listen to an, listen to an uplifting podcast. And before I knew it, about 15, 20, 30 minutes later, I was feeling terrific. And that whole part of that morning, was gone. I changed my state. I was in a low state, uh, um, you know, a stress state to now I was in an inspired and empowered state and went on to have an incredible day. So that's just a quick example of things we can do to start to change our state. And as we become more aware of the state that we're in and then make a conscious and deliberate intent, the minute we recognize I'm off course, the minute we recognize these feelings have become a trigger, a great thing, a guidance system, then I start to pay attention to what can I do to feel a little bit better and feel a little bit better and feel a little bit better. And I know if I'm feeling good, then I'm attracting good. I know if I'm feeling bad, then I'm attracting bad. And it's not to stress ourselves out about, oh my God, I'm feeling bad. I'm thinking bad. I'm going to bring a bunch of negative stuff in my life. That's not the purpose of this. 
The purpose of this is to become aware, allow your feelings to be your guidance so that you recognize and notice that, okay, it's time to shift. And if we start to do these things, if I start to clearly think about what I want, I start to tune into the feeling, I start to imagine what it would be like to already be there. And then the third part is I start to act as if I was already that person. What would that person be like? What would they do? How would they think? How would they walk, talk? Uh, We've talked about this on previous episodes, but I start to take action from that state rather than from a lack state. I start to take action from I'm already there rather than from one day I hope to kind of state my action is going to be so much more effective. I'm going to get significantly better results for the effort that I'm putting in because I'm aligned. My thoughts, feelings, and actions are aligned versus if I'm thinking negatively, I'm feeling negatively, and I'm taking action. Sometimes taking action can help me get out of that state, but often I don't get the same amount of results for the same effort. So we want to work with practicing feeling already being there, practicing seeing myself already being there. I know this is easier said than done. And at the same time, this becomes the key to taking an idea into reality. Because if I keep setting myself on that frequency, thoughts are the electrical charge sending it out, feelings are the magnetic charge and pull drawing it back to you, together it creates my electromagnetic signature, my personal vibration, my personal frequency. If I keep tuning into this frequency, I must draw everything necessary to me. Energy operates on frequency. They're going to find ones of a similar nature. If I'm sending a coherent signal out, I'm sending this idea out there and it's clear and I'm feeling it. My thoughts are aligned. My feelings are aligned. My actions are aligned. I am drawing it to me. I'm attracting it into my life. This is how we can turn an idea into reality. All the right people, all the right circumstances, all the right events, everything will happen in order for you to manifest the good that you desire. So I wanted to give you a quick episode today, just reminders on how do we turn thoughts into reality, how do we turn an idea into the things that we want. Again, I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. Do me a favor, share this episode with just one person. Share it on your social media, tag me in it, absolutely, but send this episode to somebody. Say, hey, you should give this a listen. Tell me what you think about it. I appreciate you all. We'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.